Hi everyone, Beth here. If you are struggling to find your homeschool vibe and are looking for ways to get your kids to get their schoolwork done, or ways for you to keep your sanity as a homeschool parent, or how to handle your many responsibilities while still feeling relaxed and loving homeschooling, then my book, Find Your Homeschool Vibe, might be just what you're looking for. In my book, I share how to shift your mindset to help you as the parent stay focused on the point of all of this, which is the love of learning. I also share some tried and true homeschool mom life hacks for every day. You can find the book in the show notes or by searching for Find Your Homeschool Vibe on Amazon. listening to homeschool vibe podcast um i recently had a listener contact me asking me questions about how to keep the homeschool relaxed vibe while you're homeschooling high school um because that can be kind of intimidating um sounding like before we got to the high school years it honestly sounded kind of scary i was like i don't know about transcripts i don't know about all these different things that what if they won't be able to go to college because I do something wrong? All those things were pretty, like, they were, you know, real fierce. Um, but what I found out is that I actually think high school is the easiest to homeschool of all. Um, the reason that I think that is because um, I was able to make it super, super flexible. And my kids both where it, it, you know, once they get to the high school level, they can do a lot of their work on their own and they just kind of need a manager. And so when you just get to be a manager versus instead of a manager, educator, all the things like it's, it, you know, every, you know, all the things. So it, it just made it a lot easier once we actually got to high school. And, um, so the ways that we did it, that we found were the most, that kept it the most flexible and relaxed were to kind of pick and choose each subject um, and from a different source. We didn't do it in all in one at all. And some people might find that like uh, a good way for them to go. But in my opinion, like I feel like that the all in ones can be kind of hard um, to customize it the way your child might need it um like and every child is so different and has different passions so if there's a child that hates reading um an all-in-one might not work for them if it's got heavy reading in it um or like if if it's all based on um like classics or something like that which are wonderful but it might not appeal to some kids and so just make sure that um, you're choosing, if you're going to choose an all-in-one, really have your child involved in choosing it and make sure that it is a good fit for them. Because like I've just said, like every child learns so differently, um, and has different passions and interests, even in the same home. So what might work for one of your kids might not work for, um, another. So, um, these are the ways that were, that we ended up doing high school. So, um, for math and English, um, the first couple years we did um, an online program just for those two subjects, and we chose an online homeschool, 
program um, that worked really well. It was pretty rigorous, the one we chose. Um, and what was funny is, is when she was able to transition into taking college courses after 10th grade, and the college courses were actually easier. So that's something to keep in mind, too. Um, not that you only want your child to take easy classes, but if your child is struggling with an online program, it might be surprising, a high school program, um, it might be surprising to find out that the college level courses might be better, um, a fit, a better fit, and they also get college credit going at the same time. So, um, okay, so let me get back to what I was saying. So for the first couple of years, we did an online high school homeschool program and just for English and math. Um, just because with math, I always get a little bit worried that I'm not going to be able to cover it as well as I should. So I like to outsource math because that isn't my strength. But um, And then English, I just wanted to make sure that um, uh, they were being prepared for college-level writing. Um, so I wanted to make sure that I wasn't missing anything. So that's why we chose for those two. That's what we chose for those two subjects. For um, science and history... Um, we found a local homeschool learning center that works really, really well, um, and it's a place that we trust their um, th their teaching, um, and that they they kind of they line up with um, how we would want our kids to be taught. So since they line up with the way that our kids would what I felt comfortable with with the curriculum they were using, I felt comfortable with. Um, it was a very relaxed environment. But it was very, very fun. Like, so they barely ever had homework. And, and, but what they did is they actually had hands on learning discussions, like really in depth discussions. When they did have homework, it would be creating a presentation and things like that. And so, and it wasn't like a heavy workload, but I'm, they learned so much in these classes and in the history program. Um, at the same learning center, she was able to join the Constitution Bowl team and prepare and be coached and um, prepare for a competition, a Constitution competition. And she also did a mock Article 5 competition. And she was able, and her team was able to win scholarships um, because they actually won. So, um and they competed against some other rigorous high schools in the area. And so it was really fun to see these kids that came from a more relaxed side of schooling be able to dominate and be able to have such like, you know, to be have such so much knowledge about um, historical things. And so, and it was really neat. So anyway, so let's see. So I've got, we've got English, math at the online. We've got the learning center for science and history. Um, the learning center, my daughter also was able to take like sewing, culinary arts, things like that. So she was able to fulfill some of the elective credits that way. And she had a blast with it and learned a lot. And, um, and she's also taking theater and was on the improv team. And so so between all of the, those ways, for the first couple of years, that's what we did. Then, once she got to 10th grade, and every, every state and community college and different colleges are all a little bit different of when a child can start taking dual enrollment courses. So you have to just check on what works for you locally. 
But in our area, the schools that we were like, well, some of them can take a 14 year old, but some of them want to the child be 16 before they can take a college course. But it just, just find that out for your area. But anyway, so what's really neat about being able to take the college courses is that in California, um, one semester of a college course counts for an entire year of a high school course. So if you take one college English level class for one semester, it counts for the entire year for high school. So this is a really awesome way for kids to get through the core classes. Well, they can do the other classes too, but the core class is what I, I found the most important to us um, quickly. And at the same time, earning high school credit towards graduation, she was also earning actual college credit. So it's really neat. So, um, so she's, I can't remember how, I think she's really close. She just graduated high school, but she's very close to finishing her two year, um, which is really neat to start out that way. Um, and it's a lot cheaper. A lot of the things are either, um, some of them are free for concurrent enrollment or they're discounted from the regular college rates. So it's a really cool way to get one, you don't have to pay for curriculum for those subjects that you take college classes in. Um, and you might have to buy the book, but it's, we didn't even have to do that. Most of the classes right now that she took in college for the past couple of years, I think we only had to buy like one book. Everything was like an online curriculum. It was really interesting. She did do online courses. We didn't have her go in person um, because I feel a little bit uncomfortable sending you know, my little daughter, because <laughs> she's kind of small, <laughs> um, to a college campus on her own. And she looks very young. So even though like she'd be fine, I just didn't love the idea of doing that. But so she did those for online. But um, I also would want to just put that out there is that you, I don't think that all the classes should be online. I believe that in-person is really important. So making sure that they've got that social interaction of dealing with the teacher in person um, and dealing with other like students in person is also really important. And um, But making sure it's an environment that you feel comfortable with is really obviously important as well. And making sure that your child is um, comfortable <laughs> and that you're comfortable. <laughs> um, okay, so... Some of the really big pros of homeschooling in high school is, like I was just saying, you can earn a college degree at the same time you're earning your high school diploma. And that is, like, amazing to me. Like, it's just such a huge pro. So being able to keep your debt low for high um, – because we, we don't believe in going into debt for college um, – I feel like that's a massive burden to put on kids um, for, and I also don't think it's the parent's responsibility. I think it's good for us to guide and help, but I don't think it's our financial responsibility unless we are comfortable doing that. I don't think anyone should ever go into debt for college. I don't think that the return on investment is worth it. Um, in my opinion, I think it's better to go the cheapest route for college and pay as you go. And if you don't have the money, save up and go. Um, but that's just me on my soapbox. But I just feel like there's been so much burden put on people and it's disabling um, and it prevents life from getting started after college because you're burdened with these big debts. And I think that that 
is really sad and unhealthy. So, okay. Getting off my soapbox again. I, I think I'll finally get off of it now, but, um, okay. The things, these are some other pros about homeschooling in high school. Um, my daughter is very passionate about theater and because of the being able to have a flexible schedule, um, her learning center classes were only, I think she was only going two days. She's going like two days a week. And then she had her constitution bowl meeting on like a Friday. So it'd be like three days, some weeks, but two days. And it wasn't the entire day. And so, but she was still learning massive amounts. Like she was learning more than most kids in regular high school in these shorter periods of time. Um, but she was able to be flexible for theater. And she, so she was in several pretty big productions and was able to handle it all and not feel, not have to wake up at like seven in the morning and get to school like super early because like when she was out really late at theater. And so she was able to have this flexibility um, and she had so much fun. So high school has been, even with the COVID stuff, the first couple of years for her, high school has been an amazing experience of just happiness and fun and so many fun experiences. The first, the first year was really rough with what happened with COVID, but, um, but you know, that, that's just what happened to everybody. Um, but let's see. So, um, the other thing with having your kid take your child, take college courses is they learn how, while they're still with you at home, they learn how to deal with handling um, the professors, the teachers, like how to handle navigating like, well, this is what's going on in this course or, or anything like that. Like one thing that was, um, that was, uh, happened with my son, um, which was a real bummer, but, um, like, cause he went to the local community college, um, and the local community college English course that we signed up for, he took one semester from a teacher that he really liked and signed up for the second, another semester with the same teacher. And, um, the ended up like the, the book that they, the teacher had chosen for that semester was a book about, it was a graphic book about porn addiction. And so that I thought was, my son was very uncomfortable and he came to me and told me, and I'm really grateful. Um, and I said, Oh, we probably need to switch the class because that isn't something I want you focusing on for an entire semester. That's not healthy. And so he went and spoke to the teacher. It didn't go well for him, unfortunately, but he had the experience of being able to advocate for himself. Even if it didn't go well, he had that experience. And he told the teacher, he goes, I have to drop your class because of this book. And the teacher's response was, you're taking an adult class, so you should be able to deal with it. If you can't handle it, then there you go. Which was really unfortunate because it's not just about being an adult in order to have that kind of um, thing. There's going to be adults that aren't comfortable with that subject matter and to be focused on that and to have graphic images and graphic stories in uh, a book. When, and it's really sad because the world is full of amazing literature to use in an English course. So why spend a whole semester focusing on something like that? Um, and anyway, okay. So just be aware of, even, even though like you, so make sure to watch over whatever classes your kids are signing up for, even at college, unfortunately. But um, anyway, they learn how to 
advocate for themselves, um, dealing with teachers. They learn how to deal with the college signing up for classes because that can be confusing sometimes. They learn how to figure out what classes will count towards the, to the degree they want. They learn all these things while they're still with you and um, before they maybe go off to a college. And so I think that that's a really valuable experience as well. So that's part of the educational experience is navigating what they want to do and what they want to be and what they're going to have to do to get there. And so that's a really cool part of um, the college, taking college courses. That's a pro versus public school is that, and I know that some public schools, schoolers do take college courses at the same time, but I think that in homeschool, you have way more flexibility to choose more and you can take as many as you want versus I think at the regular high school, you can only get, you can only take two per semester. So, um, okay. So learning all those things is really important. They learn when they learn how to, when they're taking a college course or an online course on their own, not with you, they are having to navigate timelines, um, deadlines for homework, all these different things. And it's not, it's kind of a nice transition from homeschooling exclusively with mom to I'm dealing with people. This will help them prepare for dealing with bosses someday, all, all that stuff. Um, and helping them learn that time management is amazing. Like they, for them, like I was really worried about my daughter because like she has ADHD and um, time management is not always easy for her. And she is just, just kicking booty in it. She's doing so good with it, like with it. Like um, she did have some times that she delayed too long and then she had to scramble and then she learned from that. So it's been a really good experience. Um, so the other thing too is I've noticed like, I've noticed kids taking really, really rigorous high school classes, but then they end up having to take the same class in college and that caught the classes that they took that were rigorous didn't even count towards their degree. And I feel like kids are ending up wasting so much time and um, taking the same stuff twice and it's boring for them to do that. Um, and so I think that that there's a big advantage of not having to do repetitive classes over and over. And um, so if you can do the dual enrollment and have it count and have them take the English course, this whatever, English 101, whatever it is, once versus twice, and you only have to pay for once, and they get the high school diploma and the college credit. I don't know why anybody wouldn't want to do this way. Like, it, it just seems like a no-brainer to me. Um, I don't know why anybody wouldn't choose to go this route, but I understand everybody's different. Um, and has different needs, but I just feel like, like in other countries, they are done with their general ed. And I think by some of them are like by 16 and they're starting their college courses like pretty young and they don't have to do the repeat. Like their general ed is considered done when they finish high school. And I think that I really wish that our system was like that. I feel like we are boring our children to death and we're overcharging them for everything for college when they've already taken the same classes in high school and for the general ed. So anyway, I'm on a soapbox again. Here I go. Sorry, guys. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about the transcripts um, and how to handle that and the diploma. 
So we have been with the homeschool charter. So we don't have to actually officially make our own transcripts or diploma. Um, but we did have to make sure we supplied our education specialist with all of the things she needed, like from the college grades, she needed the grading, she needed all the different things. And for us to fill out like all of the, um, we had to fill out things for them, for her to make the transcripts. But, um, but there are ways for you to do that if you're not with a charter. Um, there are multiple ways. So um, I will link to an article explaining that because I'm not an expert in this area, but I will link to the information so that you can find that for yourself. Um, there are, um, there's transcript software and apps, and also there are um, companies you can pay to make the transcripts. Um, I don't think it's that complicated when I've read about it and looked at it. I think that anybody should be able to be just fine doing it. And from what I understand, you really just need the final transcripts. You don't have to do it every year unless you want to, if that's easier for you to handle it every year of their high school. But really, they need it at the end. Um, and some colleges don't care about the diploma. They just care about the transcripts. Some colleges want that. Um Sometimes, depending on what your child does, if they want to go into a technical career or the military, um, they will need a diploma. Um, you can make that, from what I understand. You have to check by your you have to check your state and find out what your state requirement is. And I'm going to include a link regarding the state requirements, so you can go check your state requirements for how to deal with creating your diploma. Um, and also we'll have the link to how to do the transcripts and a template for those if that's the route you want to go. Um, but the whole reason I wanted to do this um, episode was just to like help people relax on it. Um, it is not as scary as you might think. It's actually can be a lot easier than all the rest of the years as far as the parent workload. If you are helping your child, if you're just managing, if you're managing and helping your child handle it, your child will be able to deal with teachers, be able to have some online courses, college courses, local um, co-op or learning centers or whatever it is. There's there's so many things, but some of the great things and other bonuses of homeschooling in high school is like just that they're flexible and able to pick and choose things that they're more passionate about that they can spend more time on if they want to. And it's just been a really, really, really great experience um, and really fun. And so um, don't fret and worry over high school. Um, you, Your child will be fine. Your child will be great. My, my daughter is able to get some scholarships. She's able to um, be on the National Honor Society. Like all these different things. Like all these things happened. Um, and it's just been really great. So just relax. Don't worry. And just start looking around and seeing what options might work best for your family. See if what age they can start taking college classes. Don't be scared of college classes unless you do all other than the make sure that they're appropriate for your child, um, because some aren't. <laughs> um, but anyway, don't be afraid of homeschooling high school. You got this, and it's really fun. And um, let me know if you have any questions. Thank you. Thank you.